Welcome back to the Laravel Podcast Season 4. Today we're talking to Wilbur Powery, a programmer at the Wilbur Group, and also the uh, research assistant in the second edition of my book. And we're going to be talking about mail and notifications. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back to the Laravel Podcast Season 4. Today, I'm going to be talking to my friend Wilbur Powery, and we're talking about mail and notifications and basically what it looks like for you to get the message from your system out to your users in some way, shape, or form. So before I dig any deeper into that, of course, I'm going to make him explain it to a five-year-old. But first, Wilbur, can you say hi to the people and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hey, everyone. Well, I'm a Laravel developer. I live in Costa Rica. I've been here for like the last eight years or something. I'm not originally from here. I'm from Honduras, but yeah, I'm just as Costa Rican as anyone, I guess, here. <laughs> so I don't know what um how Costa Rica is handling COVID right now, but do you do you go to the grocery store? Can I ask you the, how, how do you tell people what you do when you meet people at the grocery store question? Well, honestly, let's see. I probably have been to like a grocery store like in this past year, three times. I guess okay. like we have the ben- benefit here that like, even though it's like not a developed country or anything, right. We mm-hmm. still have like Uber Eats. So then we could get like groceries and, mm-hmm. and like yeah. other stuff like directly to our home. Right. So yeah, like I've not been in a gro- grocery now for like the past three months, I think. Right. Okay. So, so if you were to meet somebody in any normal context, how, how do you tell people what you do? Well, I've had people ask me a couple of times. And when you say like that, I'm a pro programmer or something. People here already know that like there's different types, right? So they always oh, yeah. ask, well, do you work on, on like mobile apps, right? Or uh-huh. do you do like stuff like for Windows or something? Because that's something pretty neat about here that like yeah. the technology space, you know, is pretty, is actually pretty big, right? We have um, companies like Amazon, uh, Microsoft, right? All uh-huh. of the antivirus um, like companies have, offices here and stuff so the the tech technology space is pretty big here so people okay. already have like a decent understanding right about cool. what a developer would do and stuff yeah okay and day-to-day what's your actual work you mentioned you're a laravel programmer is yeah. it, do you specialize in any particular type i mean so my actual work honestly is pretty much always like Laravel stuff. I mostly work mm-hmm. like as a full stack developer, right? Doing like backend stuff and also like front end stuff. I'm a pretty um, big Tailwind user, right? Mm-hmm. So I, if I would have to choose which part of the work I like best, I would probably still go back to like the PHP side, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also a pretty big fan of like HTML, CSS, and tail, Tailwind and other like te- technologies there. Awesome. I love it. And yeah. you and I have a, a long, long friendship and a long working relationship. <laughs> For those who don't know, Wilbur um, yeah. was the, I forget the term we used, but basically. I think it was research re- assistant, I think. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So the, I when, I, it, when I wrote my first book, time came to update it and I just said I just don't have the time and the energy for this and I say Wilbur what do you think about being the person who tells me everything that needs to be updated in the book and I'll, I'll write it but you do all the so the work so he would follow all the changes that have happened in Laravel you know change logs and everything like that and just say okay here this chapter needs to change here this chapter needs to change here and then I would just write it so I am eternally grateful to Wilbur for saving my sanity um, through that process so but let's talk about let's talk about mail notifications yeah so we have kind of two systems 
one of them's notifications, which includes mail, and then the other one is like the mailables concept and stuff like that. So right. let's let's not separate them for the sake of explanation to a five year old. We'll separate them in a second. But right now, let's just talk about the concept of sending notifications for your Laravel app via any of those systems. How do you explain that concept to a five year old? Right, like the way I try to go about it is basically just in your application, right? You're gonna have like certain things that happen that you want your user to know about, right? So mm -hmm. that is when either an email, you know, a text message or any other type of like way of notifying your user, right? That, that certain action happened, right? Mm -hmm. So I've used like other PHP frameworks in the past that didn't have, you know, the idea of like built-in like notification systems and other sort of things, right? Whereas Laravel now, it's like literally so easy to send off an email to a user when, whenever something happened, right? Or notify them about a custom order or a new event they need to manage, right? Because you have, like Matt was ex explaining, right? We have mails and we also have notifications, right? And there's a pretty big difference or like ideology around each of them, right? And there's always people, you know, when I um, like investigate or, or, or like work on a new code base or something, I always have like the idea of, of when I would use a mailable or when mm -hmm. I would use a notification, right? Like there's there's examples and scenarios where one makes sense and then the other one to me doesn't make much sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, like for the five-year-old context, you talked about the idea of you're sending something to your users. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's interesting to me about notifications is that that idea of who you're sending the notification sometimes can be a little bit richer than we tend to think of. Like I'm sending a transactional message to right. Sally, the user, you know, so what are some contexts in which you found yourself like recognizing that the mailable or notification systems are helpful outside of just sending to a specific user? Is that something you've had much experience with? Yeah. Like, so this is like, to me, one of the best things of the, the notification and mailable systems in Laravel, right? That you could send very easily like notifications to like a user you have right in your database but it's mm -hmm. also super easy to like, route not not notifications to like a separate email you have and that's some, something that we do a lot on some of the apps that i work on where we have like this admin email right that we want to notify mm -hmm. them something whenever yeah. like a special action happens on the app right but they are not necessarily like a user in our database right so yeah. then routing either mails or notifications to like the different addresses and this could be email addresses phone numbers and anything right laravel makes it super flexible yeah. in order to like be able to do those actions yeah and i've, I've that's exactly yeah. what i was thinking i was thinking i've i've made a slack channel that i send notifications to so that's what we use to right. notify our company, hey, something's wrong, or exactly. made a Twitter account that you can send notifications to, right? So it's like sending something to the outside world through one of so many different channels, right? Right. And like yeah. a good example of this is, so at one of the companies I work with, right, is um, it's called Wilbur Group. If I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot so of they the named it after Laravel. You, yeah, of <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of like the Laravel community knows Jake Bennett, right? But mm -hmm. he's he's like the I guess manager of like the developer department or whatever we could call it mm -hmm. at this company, right? So I've been working with him closely for the past two years, and this idea of sending mailables and notifications to like email addresses or phone numbers or as Matt was saying 
Slack channels and, and stuff. We mm-hmm. do that quite a lot, right? And with yeah. the Laravel notification um, patterns here, it's super easy to do that. Like, yeah. It's crazy easy. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get into those in just a second. So when we talk about mail and notifications, the reason I specifically mentioned that is that, you know, as you know, you can send mail through the notification system, but there's like an entirely separate system. Let's spend, I think, probably most of today talking about notifications. So let's get that out of the way for just a second and talk about mail. Can you give just like a real quick intro? If somebody's never used Laravel before, what's the mail system? Outside of the notifications mail, what's mail, what's mailables? Kind of, can you just tell us real quick about that? And then we'll probably kind of spend the rest of the time on notifications. Yeah, like so mail and mailables in Laravel are basically just like an abstraction of like a Mm -hmm. very complex library that thanks to like the integration Laravel has built in. We don't have to use it, right? It's this symphony component, if I'm not mistaken, called Swift Mailer, I think, Mm -hmm. right? So Laravel already has like this very pleasant abstraction to use around it where if you want to send like a regular email to anyone, right? It's super easy. All you have to do is instantiate like this new class you create. Obviously, Laravel has like artisan commands to generate these mailable classes for you, right? And they basically have like two different types of mails you could send, right? There's like the regular, like bare bone, like just text mail, right? But for most of the apps, like for example, you get like a new Uber trip or something, right? You get this email from Uber with like this pretty template and stuff, right? Whereas it's not just like text, right? In in a blank mm-hmm. or in a white background, right? So we have the regular like bare bone text mail mailables in Laravel that those are super easy. But the very neat thing about it is that we also have what we call markdown mailables, right? Where these are templates that have been designed right for you that you could use. And honestly, they're pretty good out of the box, right? And it's super easy to customize the template you want to use for these, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't want want to, I've seen many apps that 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 or sites that that I've signed signed up to that it's super easy to know if they're a Laravel app or, or not based mm-hmm. on like the mail you get, right? Because most of the apps that I've seen they basically don't even change the template, right? Because it's so good out of the box. Yeah, and that's a that's a really good point. So so we've got two different types of mailables. Right. In the past, you would have this kind of like where people would send mail not using mailables and they would like actually just build a mail thing. Exactly. And th- that was like the, the simplest version of the, the that abstraction, right? right? Like there's an abstraction on top of Swift Mailer that makes mm-hmm. it really easy for you to say mail to this person from that person right. subject. You're, built, you're using kind of like... um. Fluent methods to build that. But these days, it's less common, and you're more usually using this thing that represents your email in a single class called a mailable exactly. that defines all these things, right? So if what are some of the things, if I wanted to send a mailable, whether or not it was a markdown mailable, so you mentioned that I generate it, right? So there's PHP artisan make colon mail, is it? Yeah. Or make colon mailable, okay. Make colon And then mail. you just pass it the name of the thing. So what's like an example? Can we walk through an example of a mailable that you might generate? Like what's a thing that you could think of that you might send an email for. Yeah, so I mean, a good example, I guess, that we could look at is, and I think it's even an example that's in the docs, is Mm -hmm. say you have this invoicing app or something, right? And whenever Mm -hmm. someone pays an invoice, you want to send an email off to yourself or to some other person, right? Well, you would first have to run the PHP artisan make colon mail command, right? And the first thing you have to give it is the name of the class, right? That, that, or the name of the object you want to like Mm -hmm. represent this mailable um, 
thing, I guess, right? So in our case, I guess it could be like invoice paid or something, right? Right. So then that generates a class that we could find. Like I think the structure now is like app. And then you have a folder inside there, mail, right? And then you're, funny. I don't actually remember where it goes. I believe I think, you. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. And then okay. so you would have it an, an invoice paid class in there, right? Mm-hmm. That class is pretty simple, like for regular mailables, right? It just extends like a parent mailable mm-hmm. class, I think. You have a constructor, and I think you have a handle method. I'm not mistaken, the name of it, right? And all that that returns is like a mail message in, instance, mm-hmm. right? And for regular mailables, right? For um the ones that don't use like a markdown temp- template, mm-hmm. it's super easy. You could set up like all of your um, email body within that class, right? Mm-hmm. You have like fluent method you could call to set like a subject, to set a line, yeah. to set like an action, right? And that's mm-hmm. super easy. For most applications, that's all you need, right? Because yeah. the, the the notifications or the emails you send off are like just a learning of something. So like regular text is good enough right so yeah. that's 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 like the simplest way to start with the mailable now there are other things you could do like for example in this example of um of in- invoice paid right you may want to actually have information about the invoice that was that was paid right so mm-hmm. the way the mailable system works is in this constructor constructor i mean that's in the class you could mm-hmm. pass in arguments in there set yeah. them like as properties on this mailable class and then it's basically just using that info right in the case yeah. where we don't have like a like a markdown template or we don't even need a view we could use the fluent methods to set up all of like the information like the subject the line and everything as i mentioned right and use that invoice eloquent model that we passed in as reference mm-hmm. right and basically build yeah. out and in this this example a good use of like the actual eloquent model could be getting like the total of the invoice that was paid yeah, right? yeah. and other things in the subject or whatever. Ex- exactly. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. So when we get one of these classes, when we're sending it, I mean, it's hard to kind of talk through code over a podcast, right? But in the end, right. you're newing up an instance of that thing of that, that mailable to pass it into, you know, your mailer method. And one of the things you can do, as you're saying, is you can inject things in a constructor. So let's say you're going to say new invoice paid, and then in parens, you're going to say that invoice that is actually paid so that you have access to it. And one of the things that's cool is that, you know, it's just a constructor. It's just a PHP class, right? right. So you set it as an instance variable on your invoice paid class. And then and, and so it's it turns out it's not handle, it's build in the mail. Build. So right. in that build class, you yeah. now have access to use anything that's available on that invoice in your subject or whatever, but also any public properties on this um, mailable is now available in the view. Yeah, right. And F- so you, the, right. If you were right. to use a view, correct. Like anything you pass in from the constructor and you set that as a pub- public like property on that class, that's mm-hmm. automatically available in that mailable view, right? So it's different than the views you would use like in a controller or something right where you have to actually pass in the info you want to that that view when using mailables any public property set on that class is automatically passed in right Mm -hmm. by the framework itself yeah and you can um chain on with if you want so if you were to do in build you do this you you could but you don't necessarily have to most of the time exactly yeah okay so before we move over to notifications are there any other things that you think this abstraction makes really easy for you when you're sending mails that you want to chat about, you know, that you think people might not know about? I mean, there's quite a few things that, to me, mailables 
are super use useful and easy to work with in Laravel, right? So for example, if you decide, right, that it's good to use like a markdown template, right, for your emails, since that's not just regular text, right, in a, in a white background, you want mm -hmm. to see how the actual email looks, right? So I'm not sure in what version exactly this was released, possibly 5.7, if I'm not mistaken. Sometime around then, yeah. Yeah, like, so you have the ability now to basically return like a mailable instance, right, from your controller mm -hmm. or from your route, right? And Laravel is going to detect that it's a mailable and it's going to render that to your browser, right? So yeah. before this change was introduced, you basically had to, if you want to see what that email looked, looked, looked like, right, you had to basically do the action, send off the email and use a service like MailTrap or whatever other one you yeah. would use, right, to actually vis visualize and see what that email template is going to look like, right? Now it's super easy, like yeah. everything is so simple now. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. love that a lot. And there's a lot of those little conveniences that come from people just using it, right? Like, oh, I don't want to have to send an email every time. So now it's just rendered. Yeah, and, and like you're, just, you're good. The thing is, from from some some of the apps that I'm that I've worked on, that I mean, the apps are literally on like eight dot whatever version it is now, right? Mm -hmm. People still forget, I think, to not say mm -hmm. they don't know about the ability to render email emails, right? To like the browser and, and like debug the design or layout of them. I see people constantly like doing the action, sending mm -hmm. the email and catch, catching it like in MailTrap or something where yeah. they could just use what they have already built in, right? Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll be so, totally honest. I had forgotten that it existed. Yeah. And I'm glad you told me again because I'm like, yeah, that is amazing and useful. And I wish I remembered to use it more often. So yeah, I use point. it all the time, all the time. That's great. Yeah. Okay. One last thing to dig in there. Oh, so I was going to mention that if you are kind of really kind of trying to get into specific mail building, it makes it super easy for you to to, to attach files, makes it super easy for you to embed raw data attachments. You can see all of this in the Laravel docs. And if you really need to, if you, um, so we have hit moments at time where the abstraction doesn't give us access to some level of customization that we need. You can also you can, do that. Yeah, you can actually get into the Swift message, the Swift mailer message, and actually customize the headers or whatever else. So there's a lot you can do. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, so for example, on this Swift mailer thing, to me that that's like a super like complex setup that yeah, you would actually definitely. have in order to have to do that, right? Because I've been working with mail mail mailables now for like what the past five years, and I've never had to set anything on the Swift mailer, right? So yep. it's nice that it's possible, right? Like if you ask yeah. me, I've never had to, to do it. Like the yeah. abstraction and everything that that is provided is like so good that yep. I've never had to reach for that level of like setup. And that's that's my favorite kind of abstraction, right? Is that yeah. you almost never need to, but if it, you need to, you can do it. Because a lot of people who are critical of these types of abstractions right. say, well, what if I need to weird edge case? Well, you can do that. And I've, I've had to twice, and I can't even remember what they were for, but I remember that it's only happened twice. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> and so, yeah. let's face it, like, it's not everyone that needs to do it, right? It's good that it's there because, yeah, if yeah. not, you're going to have people complaining about it or whatever. But like, it's not all the time that anyone is going to need to actually do that, right? But it's super useful that it is in your case. Yeah. So if we were to talk about Markdown mailables real quick, again, before we get to notifications. So Markdown mailables, you mentioned a couple times that you are going to just write Markdown. And that Markdown is going to be basically rendered within like a pre-made template that Laravel provides. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, it is recognizable, but it's also just very good, like you said. 
there's one other thing. So what if I wanted to do anything specific within that markdown that's more than just a link or a you know a bold or something like that? What other features do we get from the the specific markdown parsing in the Laravel world? Yeah, so like when I say like a markdown file, you would think that it's a .md, right? Extension, right. but it's actually a blade file, right? So you have mm-hmm. all the power of blade within that. The only difference is Laravel has like this, this like templating engine, right? Specifically mm-hmm. for this, that recognizes the components that you use inside of that markdown email, right? Mm-hmm. But you still have access to all the power of, of blade, right? So anything you would do in a regular view, you could do in a markdown mailable because at the end of the day, it's just a regular view that yeah. has or that can use um, a lot of like built-in components, right? Yeah. That Laravel has. So I guess components is the key word here because yeah, if you read the docs and whatever, you you see this idea of markdown emails, right? But it's really only Blade files, right? That use components that you you could read about Blade components and and in the docs but yeah it's just components that laravel mm-hmm. knows how to basically convert those to html right yeah and have have them be beauty beautiful yeah yeah and it's great like and if someone if you were to read the docs and you were to see it's going to show you that like the first thing you're going to look at is the a component named mail colon colon message uh that colon colon is similar to the dot but it just means it's rendered from a package instead of from your local folders but right. like wilbur's saying here the only thing about the only special thing happening is that that message component says, oh, all my content inside here is going to be markdown and then let's convert from markdown. But other than that, you know, you're also using and that's what that's kind of where I was I was prompting you towards is that there's other components that are made available to you, like the button component and the table component and the panel component, which are all just things that make it really easy to build relatively simple markdown powered emails. And all those components are expecting that you're going to be passing them markdown. And so in the end, they just render to HTML and then you're done. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not sure how many of like the listeners have actually had to do a table in Markdown, right? Yeah. But it's not easy. Like if you mess mess up like a tab or a space or something, that could totally break like the entire layout, right? So mm-hmm. these components that Laravel provides just makes working in Markdown and building like complex like mail mailable temp templates and other things super easy. Yeah, definitely. So anything else you want to talk? to talk about with regard to mail or mailables before we move over to notifications? I think one thing that would be very good to cover is that when we're talking about mailables, like there's different like drivers, I guess you could call mm-hmm. them, right? That that you could use to send your email off, right? If you use, if you want to use like the most fam- famous ones, I guess, or Mailgun, you have other ones, Postmark, I think is another one. You could mm-hmm. also use like um, Amazon SES or SNS, uh-huh. I'm not sure what it's called. SES, yeah. But the thing that really blew my mind when I got started with Laravel is you have this S- SMTP drive- mm-hmm. driver, right? When you're just getting started, setting up a service like Mailgun or Postmark where you have to go into like your domain like provider and set like DNS records and stuff, that to me was super confusing. It took me a while to like get a handle of mm-hmm. that, right? In order to set all of that up. But my first Laravel email, I basically like sent that through my own G- Gmail account using the SMTP driver, right? And yeah. when I did that, that blew my mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used that for like the first year and I was mm-hmm. blown away. Every email yeah. that I got from that app that I built, right? It was like insane how I could just basically add some credentials in my ENV 
And yeah. that's it. I was I was sending emails from this Laravel app using yeah, like superpower, yeah right? using my Gmail credentials, which like it's crazy that you could get away with with yeah. something so simple, right? For so long mm-hmm. before I had yeah. to look look into these API driven drivers. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually there's an I appreciate first of all, it's a great tip. Second of all, I would say it's interesting because a lot of the times we assume that when you use a service like Mailgun or something like that, you need to use the APIs because the API exists here. Yeah. Right? You can say I want to use the mailgun drive or whatever. What I found is that my life is almost always easier that if I'm using something like Mailgun or Postmark, I still use the SMTP driver. Gotcha. And so I don't like the the frequency with which I actually customize the driver is really, really, really low. It's really almost always who am I using as a um, as a mail provider? Grab the the SMTP credentials from them, put them in the SMTP as if just like you did with your Gmail. Yeah. And then I'm still it's simpler because there's less moving parts. I'm still using this SMTP driver. The only difference is whose credentials and which domain did I pass into there. Right. So that's a cool transition too, is because you don't have to move from SMTP to now an API. It's literally just a different SMTP set of credentials. For sure. Yeah. But you're you're totally right though. I I would recommend that. If you're listening to this, don't imagine Gmail as like a long-term solution. It's a sure. it's a it's a way to see the magic, just like Wilbur was just talking about. But I think the the easiest one I've found to just like set it up and get running is Mailgun. And I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying it's the most deliverable or whatever. But they've got a free tier, and it, if you are willing to do the work that Wilbur just talked about of getting your domain set up, and there's some text records you have to set up, so it's mm-hmm. not as easy as, as Gmail. So that you know, don't get overwhelmed by this. Just start with what's simple. But if you're ready to go to that transactional way, try just try signing up for Mailgun for a throwaway domain or something like that. Get it working. But so, what do you what do you use for your um for your local mail testing? Just since we're in there, are you a MailTrap guy or Mailgun or MailHog or? I used MailTrap for like a very long time, right? Yeah. I tried MailTrap. I mean, the Mail Mailgun. I think it is right for MailHog's for a, the local MailHog. One. Yeah, for a bit, uh-huh. but for the past. Whenever Marcel released his his app, Hello, I think it is right. Yeah, H-E-L-O. not sure how he pronounces it, but yeah, I assume yeah, like, it's Hello. I guess I don't actually know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I call it Hello, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been basically using that for from day one since he re- released it. Right, love it. Um, yeah, and and I'm in love with it. Like I I don't have to like log in to MailTrap right and. The thing with MailTrap is it's a very good service, but you can only have this one inbox set up right at a time. Unless so, you're paying. Unless yeah. you're paying, yeah. Un- yeah. Unless you're paying. I mean, let's be honest, someone that's getting started, right? Yeah. Um, like it took me a while to even consider paying for, for MailTrap, right? But yeah, MailTrap is the one that I use the most, but I've been using Hello or Halo, whatever you want to call it, for the <laughs> past. Yeah. Yeah, and if somebody's not familiar, it's it's basically like a all these services are are mail catchers, and what mm-hmm. they basically are is like they give you some credentials, and then they capture all your emails and they give it to you in something that looks like an email inbox, right? Exactly. Um, like the email so, doesn't go off, say the mm-hmm. address that like your user could have or whatever, right, in your database. Like it goes off to that service, they cap capture it, and you just log into their dashboard, and you could visualize like the email. Yeah. So I think that for me personally, the best thing for a team to share is either going to be MailTrap paid because your team can all be logging in and you can share access to it to um, to your client so right. they can go and take a look at it. But I think Hello Cloud has that as well. So I think that, yeah. Yeah. So if you pay for Hello Cloud, which you get for a year. So Hello costs $30. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, 
Yeah, for the license. And then there's this Hello Cloud thing. I don't know how much that costs after your first year, but you get a free year of it. So that allows you to share it. So basically, if you're working with a team, you're probably going to want to use one of those. If you're just getting started, you might find that the $15 Hello license works. You might find that the free MailTrap works. But there's also MailHog, which is a locally hosted one, which I think you're going to get for free when you set up Laravel Sale. I think you get it on Laravel Homestead. If you're working on like a local development environment, more like Valet or something like that, um, Takeout has uh, MailHog as well. Takeout. So just, yeah, just go check out um, takeout.titan.co and you can, if you get Docker up and running, you can get MailHog working pretty cheap as well or pretty easy. So if you want to pay money, uh, if you're willing to pay money, if you're working on a team, look for Hello Professional, look for MailTrap Professional, MailTrap Paid. If you just want to get it up and running and you want a local thing that you can preview it without actually sending real emails, um, check out the $15 Hello license or check out um, MailHog. The easiest way to install MailHog is uh, Takeout or if it already comes for free in your, your development environment. Yeah. I actually had no idea Hello used like or, or or had like a cloud service. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get um so if you pay for the $30 version, you get a year access to the cloud version, which allows you to share your emails out to friends. And then but I don't know what the pricing is for Hello Cloud after your first year. So but I'm sure that his website probably tells you about it. So yeah. Um and this will all be in the, the show notes, everybody. So all right. all right, Wilbert, let's talk about notifications. So we've we've spent all this time talking about mail. It's really good, but I have found that more often than not, I use notifications. So let's talk about the notification system. What is notifications? Let's imagine mail's all done. What are notifications in Laravel? How do they work? How are they different from mail? Yeah, so I guess the biggest difference with notifications in Laravel is that mailbars are only email, right? Notifications. Mm-hmm. Those could be a variety of different things, right? They could be mm-hmm. email notifications. They could be SMS notifications. They could be Slack notifications, right? And the community has a lot of other drivers that that, that you could just pull in and use those, right? But yeah. the neat thing about notifications is you could use more than one, right? You could have this notification that goes out to a user where it you could send, send them an email, but also send them mm-hmm. an, an, an SMS, right? So that yeah. to me is like the neat thing about notifications. And that is when I reach for notifications. Like I'm a bit different than you, I think here. Yeah. I I tend to like stick to mailables most of the unless, time. Uh-huh. Unless I need to send something to like two different like drivers, I guess, Channels, right? Yeah. Channels, yeah. yeah, correct. That is when I reach for a notification, right? If I only yeah. care about mail mailables, I never use notifications for 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 different reasons, right? That I could probably get into here, but yeah, like notifications are good to me when I have to send yeah to two or more channels. Yeah, well, I I do think just before we actually dive into what notifications are, I would say that if you're doing mail and you're only doing mail, mailables are better than notifications because it's specifically built for the context of mail, so it's more robust in terms of templating and components and all that kind of stuff. So if you're just doing mail, mailables are better. The only reason that I default to notifications, and this is not an argument, but it's my specific context, is that I'm almost always sending transactional updates through a software as a service. And it's sort of like this thing happened or whatever. And what I've found is that more often than not, those type of really small things don't build on the usefulness of of mailables. But often you find yourself saying, oh, you know what? I wish I could send that through Slack as well, right? So I think it's because of my context. I think if I were working in in one app long-term or a few apps long-term or the type of app that needs to send really rich emails, I wouldn't have this default. So it's definitely, I, I totally agree with you. It's very much based on the context that you're in. 
yeah, like I guess one thing we have to keep keep in mind is is that you could use both. Like, yeah, like for sure. In, in a Laravel app, you're gonna have some mail mailables and some notifications. Right? It's perfectly yep. common to use both of them at the same time. Yep. So let's talk about notifications. So just like we had with mail, it's gonna be PHP artisan make notification. Let's let's talk invoice paid again. So that's where you went before. So if I run that, what do I get? Yep, that gets you a new class, right? In app notifications, right? Mm-hmm. A class you have there, and I was called invoice paid, where it's pretty similar to mailable, right? Mm-hmm. With the exception that since you have the ability to like send that notification to multiple channels, you now you now have multiple methods, right? You have to take into account for yeah. each channel you want to use, right? For example, when talking about mailables, you had this built method, right? Now with notifications, if you want to have that notification go out to like a mail, I think the method is to mail, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. And then you could, the good thing about notifications also is that the same markdown emails that you could use in the mailables, you could also use those in notifications, right? Right. So like, it's just, to me, notifications are just, like a good way to handle sending some something to mm-hmm. multiple channels, right? Mm-hmm. You could have all of the power of a mailable inside a notification, also. Like, yeah, and that's and it could be multiple channels at the same time, but sometimes it's not multiple channels. Mm-hmm. So, how do you define when I'm sending a given mailable, which channels that send is using at that given moment? Yeah. So, in some of the apps that I've worked on, for example, you can imagine we have this app right that in the dashboard the user could go and like select right what right. what what channels they want to be notified by right so yeah they could choose i want to receive emails or i want to receive sms right so then yeah. within that notification class that you create there's always this channels methods right or no mm-hmm. no the method is, is the called via, vi- via yeah or via yeah where there you basically return an, an array right of mm-hmm. the channels you want to use you could um, return there, for example, email and then another key called SMS, right? Right. Where based on what you return for that, from, from that via method, right, you have to have then the corresponding methods to build up that yeah. notification for that specific right. channel. So um, let's think of the example of invoice paid, right? Say we want to send this notifications to use user both to their email and to their phone phone number, right? So. Right. First, we have this via method, right? That this is gonna, mm-hmm. this has to return an array with like email and SMS, right? Inside right. that array, you also have to have now two methods: one um, to SMS, and then mm-hmm. the other one to email, right? To Where email, yeah, yeah. Email, so then whatever it is, and the to email, you re, you could re- return a simple mail message and give it like the view you want to use, right? The mark markdown view, and mm-hmm. the to SMS, the to SMS, where this is where it gets like a bit. I guess complicated, not that that much, but it, it's like an extra step you want to use, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you want to use SMS notifications, you have to pull in like a service of choice, right? yeah. like Laravel. Before they shipped, I think it was like in five dot five, they shipped with with like um, really I think it past, was right? I think it was Twilio and Nexmo. Like yeah, by, Nexmo's in there now. It is still yeah. So right now it's Nexmo. It's, I thought they'd gotten rid of it, but I just looked at the docs right now, and it says to Nexmo. So there's actually no to SMS. It's mm. right now it ships with Nexmo. Gotcha. But you can also use Twilio or whatever SMS provider. Yeah, you like want. again, sim- similar 
to the mailables, right? Like you have different drivers you could use mm-hmm. based on the, mm-hmm. the, the the community, right? Like packages they have created, right? So if you're not a fan of Next Next Mode, you could just pull in the Twilio SDK, right? And use yep. that. So yeah, like it's super and easy. There's this um, Laravel dash notification dash channels dot com. Exactly. And it's got 52 right. channels. So you say you want Twilio, you just go up there, you type Twilio up the top. And it helps you find exactly the instructions you need to do to choose Twilio instead of Nexmo or yeah. whatever else. Yeah. And it's it's almost as easy as just configuring like the the credentials for that service and like your serv- services.php conf- config, right? Uh-huh. Setting yeah. some credentials in your ENV. Yeah. And in that channels, I think on most of the packages there that you could find. You have to return like an instance, right? You return like, yeah, like, like new a, Twilio SMS and then you pass in exactly. like, like the body. Yeah, or new Nexmo use. message or whatever right. else it is. Yeah, Exactly. That's good. So, okay. So we've got a notification called invoice paid. And uh, we're, again, I'm not going to describe exactly how to send them. Oh, trying to describe text or code over a podcast is yeah. tough. Go check out the Laravel docs um, for that. But let's say, so we've we've new to um, one of these up. It says new invoice paid, but this invoice paid is a notification instead of available. Mm-hmm. We got the instance in the, the invoice. We passed it in. We set it as an instance on the thing, just, you know, on the on the class in the constructor. And so now we have access to it. And so we've now got a two Nexmo and a two mail method and then we've got a via or via method that allows us to return maybe if we always return the same things or maybe we return the same things based on some settings in the user or whatever that defines that when this thing is sent what channels should it send through what else is there interesting to do in notifications is there anything else we should be thinking about yes yes so like um similar to how in mailable right you you could basically route a mailable to an email address that's not in your database mm-hmm. you also have the ability to do that with notifications, right? Like you have this notification facade, right? That mm-hmm. I think this, like the syntax of sending a notification to me feels so much cleaner than when send, sending a mailable, right? Because I agree. Yeah. In a mailable, you have to use the mail facade and they have a two method where you either pass in a user or an email address and then you call a send send method and you instantiate like the new mailable you want to send, right? And pass in any yeah. parameters to the constructor. With notifications, you have this notify method on a user, right? Mm-hmm. Where so this That's is another cool. yeah, this is another thing you have to keep keep in mind is when using notifications, most of the time you're gonna want to like notify someone, right? And this someone is like an instance, mostly like a, a eloquent model, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's this notifiable trait you have to use in that model, right? Mm-hmm. And then this trait basically gives you this notify method that you could call off yeah. of that used user or whatever the eloquent model is, right? Yeah. Where, for example, in, in this invoice paid, say like me or, or like whoever I want to send the the, the e- email to whenever an invoice is paid, right? Mm-hmm. They are in the database, right? I fetch their record. I have the eloquent model there. I call notify and I just new invoice paid right and then i could pass in the invoice record there and it's yeah. and it's easy as that right no facades nothing yeah. just super easy to, to whip up a notification and send it off to like a specific user now you have the not- notification facade that you could use that to basically route things or or route not- not- notifications to different to different channels and mm-hmm. specify like where you want to send that to so for example you could do notification colon colon route, right? Give it 
the channel you, you want to send it off to, for example, Nexmo or Slack, right? And then mm-hmm. in the example of Nexmo, you give it the phone number and then you basically like fluently call the method notify and then pass in notification. Right? You don't need, yeah. like you have the ability to use the notify method on like an eloquent class, but you're not tied specifically to that. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's, that's like the beautiful flexibility that you get in notifications. You could use one or the other, whichever one is better, right? In that case. Yeah. And also one of the cool things that comes from using the facade is if you say notification colon colon send, if the first parameter of that method is maybe a collection of users and then your second parameter is the notifiable, that that makes it super easy to send a notification to all your users or all of your admins or all of your trial users or whatever. And I love that you're bringing this up. There's different ways to send these. And, and if you didn't follow what he said earlier, any model, which is t- going to tend to be your user model that has a notifiable trait on it, gets this notify method. So you could just say, you know, user one, you know, that's an instance, your eloquent class arrow notify, and then just pass in the notifiable. And so there's these really clean syntaxes that allow you to whatever way makes most sense for the code you're writing, send these notifications. And I love what you called out there at the end, Wilbur, which is that one thing we often do is we send a notification, not to a person, but to like an entity. And so I'll create an entity named type Slack channel or something like that, right? Uh, exactly. Or just save a variable or whatever. And that the whole concept around that is so that I'm sending a notification not to one of the people in my database, but just to a thing. And that thing might be, you know, some credentials I saved that represent our ops channel. You know, we'll often have an ops channel where every time something interesting happens on the SaaS, it'll send a notification, you know, person canceled or person bought a thing or whatever. So and there's a lot of flexibility you can use there. Yeah. And like, for example, you could use the notification facade as Matt said, if you have like a collection, right, of users or other entities, you could just do notification to pass in that, yeah. that collection, right? And then that's going to send that off to each, um, like, each record in that collection, right? So this is also, I guess, a good time to mention, like, a big difference between mailable and notifications when doing that, mm-hmm. right? When, like, sending a, a mailable or a notification to, like, a collection of users, right? Mm-hmm. You have a two method on the mailable facade, right? But if you if you pass in like a collection of users into that two method, right? It's basically mm-hmm. gonna send the same email off to like all of the records, right? So when you look at the email like in Gmail or or whatever, you're gonna see all of the addresses, right, on that same email. So if someone wants to reply, Are you really, yeah. So if someone wants to reply to that email, right, and they click for like by accident reply all or something. They're going to reply to everyone, right? Because the same instance mm. of the mailable was sent to everyone. So this is so like... So you'd have to basically yeah. say to me and then BCC all those people? Um, yeah. Or you have to basically like loop over the, the collection of Woof. users you want to like send the mailable to, right? And then call like mail to and basically instantiate the mailable for each one, right? Because if not, you run into that issue. And that's something that I've run run into like a lot in the past where I, I just assume that notifications work exactly as mailables, right? Or I mean yeah. that, that mailables work exactly as collection, as notifications, right? And it's not the case. Like you shouldn't pass in like a collection of, of users huh. to the two method unless, right? You, you know, all, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. you want them all to get like the same in- instance. That's good. And there's actually a, a point 
spot in the docs here that says looping over recipients and it says exactly what you're talking about unless you want them all to see each other's you know things yeah you can you do that you know for each and then for each one you're going to send one or if you don't mind that it just looks like a generic email that they got blind carbon copied you could do mail to again yeah. yourself and then bc bcc BCC yeah, everyone okay. correct oh good call i i i think i now that now that you're talking about it, i feel like i sort of knew that but certainly have forgotten <laughs> so i really appreciate yeah. you bringing that up yeah. Okay. So we haven't talked about cues yet. I feel like talking about the specifics of how cues work is maybe a little bit beyond what we're going to be able to describe, you know, like the interfaces and the blah, blah, blah. I think it's going to be really hard to follow on a podcast. So let's just say both mailables and notifications can be queued or not queued the way you want to do it. Is there anything else you'd want to say about cues, knowing that we can't really get into too much detail clearly in a podcast? Yeah. I mean, like to me, notifications were like the thing when I was getting started with like pro programming a Laravel, right? That they made sense to basically queue them up, right? Because mm -hmm. if you're using like API drivers or like even SMTP, right? A notification is something that may take a bit of time, right? To mm -hmm. to actually send that, right? So you yeah. you don't want your user to be waiting waiting on that notification to be sent, right? You queue that up, yeah, and then like let that take as long as it needs to. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter that you get it sent immediately because yeah. everybody knows emails take a little while to get there anyway. Exactly. So it's nobody's going to complain. Exactly. Yeah, good point. Okay. So we've talked about routing. One of the things you mentioned, which I appreciate, is that you don't always have to do um, you know, do all the routing with, through the via method or whatever. You can also do it through specifically choosing a route, notification, colon, colon, route. And you can see examples of that in the docs as well. We talked about um, all sorts of different channels. Can we talk about two very specific things? They are the database driver and notification or broadcast notifications. Yeah. So let's talk about the database driver. I feel like that's a little bit different feeling than the rest of them. Can you talk about it really quickly? Yeah. So like a good example that I use when like first starting to work with like the database driver is I think in most of the apps, someone would, would log, log into now like social media accounts. Twitter is a good example, right? Where you have this notifications tab right where you could see if someone liked your your tweet right or they left a re mm -hmm. reply or something doing something similar to that in laravel is super easy with the database driver right yeah it's basically a way that i don't want this notification to go out to like an email right or an sms i want this to be mm -hmm. stored somewhere right so when my user logs back in yeah. i could display him this not notification and he could mark that as red, yeah. he, he could delete it, right? Yeah. And Laravel offers not only like the ability to store notifications in a database table, right? But they also have like helper methods and everything to mark yeah. as read, right? To, to yeah. mark not notification as as red, to also get all on red notifications, right? For a user, right? That's not something that you have to manually do yourself, right? Yeah. Laravel has all of the helper met methods in order to have that behavior work like as seam seamlessly and as easily as possible. Yeah. And I think that we often forget just how like the number of times I've built or almost built before I could remember a system to just send the user notifications that are going to pop up at the top next yeah. time they log in or whatever before remembering that this exists is is embarrassing. So all right, so let's talk broadcast notifications a little bit. We haven't done any conversations around Pusher or any of that stuff on the podcast yet. So I don't want to go too deep there, but I will just say to everybody, there's a concept called WebSockets. WebSockets are basically a way 
other than HTTP for your users to connect to your server. It requires you to have a WebSocket server running, but once you do, you can do much more like immediate things where the page doesn't have to reload for them to get a notification. So with that having been set as the basis, and I, I don't know whether or not I'll do another episode about that, but let's just assume that that's a known thing. Can you talk really quickly about broadcast notifications? Yeah. So to me, broadcast notifications work very good with like database notifications also, right? Like okay. if you want to store that that um, thing in the database, you could also broadcast mm-hmm. it, right? So then, oh, that's a good idea. For example, say a user is already logged in, right? And we have, like, in our nav bar, we have like this icon, right, of like a notification, right? And then you click that and you see a drop down of all of the notifications, right? For yeah. certain important things, say, for example, invoice paid, right? That I'm getting money, right? So that that's a super big deal yeah. on myself, right? So I want to be alerted in real time when that happens, right? So yeah. I have this notification and I have this interface, right? That I could just extend this should broadcast, mm-hmm. right? Or you also have should broadcast now, right? There's mm-hmm. bit, there's there's like a small difference between the two of them. Should broadcast basically pushes that onto the queue or something. Oh, and got it. whenever it's possible to be broadcasted, it's gonna be broadcasted, right? Should right. broadcast now basically just does does the the broadcasting right right away right no waiting no queue no nothing it like gives mm-hmm. gives it priority over anything else that could be on there right mm-hmm. and it just does that so then i could on my front end right have like a model that listens to this to this um, um event that was broadcasted right mm-hmm. and show like a model right or pop pop up like one cool thing that, that I've done is with like the broadcast broadcasted not, not notifications is that I've had in my front end something that listens to when this notification was broadcasted and I mm-hmm. popped some confetti, right? I think yeah, it was cool. I think it was some kind of like give giveaway app, right? That mm-hmm. whenever someone placed like an order or something, if the user was logged in, they would see like a confetti pop up, right? So very cool. And when we're talking about like broadcasting notifications, I guess it's also good. And I'm, I'm not sure if you've already had someone on or you're going to have someone on to talk about Echo, right? Laura, Laura I don't Echo. think we've talked about Echo. I don't know if I actually planned it. I got to put that on my notes to make sure we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because like, like when trying to like listen to these types of broadcasters, not- notifications and stuff in your front end, like mm-hmm. Laravel Echo is like, I think the default thing you you would yeah. use, right? Because it just makes it so much easier than, for example, setting up. Well, this is another good thing we have to mention is that if you want to broadcast um, notifications or any other thing in your app, you have to set up a service, right? That does like all of this WebSocket like things, right? Where you have different options, right. like you have open source options, right? That are free. You can just set up a server, right? That that uses WebSockets, and you configure Laravel to basically broadcast everything through that, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also like third party services, like Pusher. Pusher is a very yeah. famous one that you could use. In my experience with 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 Pusher, it's it could get very expensive, right? Yeah. Because, like, if you really broadcast a lot of noted notifications or events and stuff, like, Pusher could get really expensive. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Marcel, like, 
that guy has a thing for everything. I think he has a yep. I think he has a Laravel WebSocket thing you could set up like your own server, right? Yep. In order to like use that instead of having to pay right for like another service. So it's I, I guess it's up to everyone, right? If you're willing to pay for this type of service to like not have like the overload or or like the headache of managing it yourself, mm-hmm. pusher is a good um, alternative. But if you don't want to pay, there's ways right to set it up on your own and just use all of the power of websockets. Yeah. And a, a quick note on broadcast. So that should broadcast and should broadcast now are um, things you can implement on events, but not on notifications. With notifications, you actually have an easier option, which is there's a notification channel. And so it's called broadcast. That's right. So if you say That's should right. broadcast, you know, so it's the same kind of concept though. It's sending the thing out to the broadcast. So if you say should um, to the broadcast channel, then you're just, just like everything else, you're creating a message that has information about it that goes out and then you can use, just like you're saying, you can use Echo um, to capture those things. That's actually so, right, yep. Um, sweet, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I really wanted to get a chance. I mean, obviously more than the usual, we've kind of just started by just talking about the thing. We talk about common use cases and we've kind of gotten across those common challenges and gotchas. Maybe let's talk about that. So in notifications, have you noticed that there is anything in particular that people get stuck on or that you wish they would know when they're first getting started using notifications? So one thing that, that I guess made me like start defaulting to mailables right as long as I could uh-huh. is there's this there's this um trait in Laravel right that's called ser- serializes models right mm-hmm. that you could use that in your mailable if you want want to and all, I think I'm not super familiar with it but I think all all it does is when you pass in right like an adequate model or something yeah. into the constructor if you're using the serializes model straight right mm-hmm. You don't store the entire payload of that record, like in if you're queuing the job, right? You don't store that like in the pay, payload it's, itself. All Laravel does is it just grabs like the primary key for that record, right? And then when yep. it when that notification is ready to be sent, it basically fetches the user, right, or whatever record it is from the database. So you always have like a fresh instance of that user, yep. right? Most of the time, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. And the the thing that has bit me a lot with notifications is that in mailables, if I don't want to use that behavior, right, that serializing behavior, I don't use the trait in my mailables, right? But right. since a notification class that you create extends like a parent notification, right? In mm-hmm. Laravel, that parent notification class uses that ser- okay. ser- serializes model trait, right? So when you're using notifications, you're stuck with using that behavior, right? Where okay. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's 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 not. In my example, like I think the times it has bit me was when I had like this artisan command that ran like every minute or something, and it grabbed mm-hmm. all of the users. I basically would then grab some other related models, right? Scope them down to something specific. Mm-hmm. And append that into each one of the users, right? Because I wanted then my notifications to have access to only the things that that job could get at that moment, right? Right. So then I passed that into the notification. But since it would serialize the payload, it would only store the ID and I wouldn't have access right. to the other stuff that I appended, right? Onto Got it. it. So Got then it. when I tried to use it, it failed. It took me a while to figure out why. Yeah. Until I noticed, right, that the parent notification class uses that, that trait. 
and then it, it basically enforces that behavior right so yeah. i'm a big fan of both but i just stick with mailables as long as i could if i need to send to mul- multiple drivers right or channels there's no way around it Not- notifications yeah. are, are are great for that yeah and i think i my imagination says that if you were to find yourself in that situation in the future you could potentially in the constructor take the relationships off and store them as their own properties right, right. and then i think that'd be okay but it is extra work that you wouldn't have to do exactly. otherwise so that totally makes sense exactly Okay. So are there any other things that we have not covered about mail and notifications that you want to make sure we get a chance to chat about? I mean, there's a lot of like neat features and notifications. Like you could localize, right? Notifications, Mm -hmm. like different languages if you wanted to, like, but like those, those are things that if if someone really cares about, they could just read the docs, right? In Mm -hmm. my personal like ex- experience, I've never had to like, localize not- notifications. Mm-hmm. Most of the apps I work with are in English, right? But yeah, mm-hmm. like there's the ability to do that. You could have like user preferred like um, languages, mm-hmm. right? That you you could just set up. But yeah, I think I've covered all of the things that I do like on a daily basis, right? With yeah. mails and notifications. Like I'm not a pro user at all with both of them, right? I use like the default things to just alert users or other records yeah exactly (laughs) yeah okay so if somebody wanted to learn more about these things i mean this is somewhat of a trite question at this point but where would you send them to go i mean i usually always have like three places right number one the dogs the dogs are like fun fantastic and i even think taylor recently did like a walkthrough of the entire documentation right and i I updated it because we had like a lot of methods that 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 or like tricks and tips right that one would only know if you source dive like the code base right and found mm-hmm. found them now we have those in the documentation available the second option is lara is lara cast right he mm-hmm. has like jeffrey has a lot of vid- videos about mailables and notifications and obviously Lar- laravel up and running is a great resource also yeah <laughs> thanks yeah yeah i would know yeah yeah yeah, you would know you've read it more than anybody else for sure yeah (laughs) awesome okay so um let's talk about your personal fun moment so you were just got married recently congratulations it's actually Um, almost been two years ago no i was two i was just gonna say it's probably not actually that recent it's probably about a year ago two years jeez that's yeah see i feel old like i feel like (laughs) i'm that guy who's like i just remember when you were just this this yeah whatever so i you know Actually, the, oh, the, the other thing is, well, yeah, in January, you know, we're, we're having, it's our second year anniversary, right? And uh-huh. in January, you now we're expecting our first kid. So, hey, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's our fun moment. What are you most looking forward to about being a parent? So being honest, like, I think I'm, I still feel like a kid myself, right? Yeah. So I'm just looking for, forward of like. I guess once he turns like one or something, right? When mm-hmm. you could already walk, you know, and like start speaking and, and stuff, right? Where we could just play, like just yeah, play all day, just have fun. I love that. And like play games, like all kinds of sports. Like I'm just really look, look, looking for, forward to it, yeah. I love that, yeah. When, when your kids start developing their own personality, for me, it was somewhere around two for both of them where it really hit that moment where I'm like, you're a real human. I can have conversations with you. <laughs> yeah. But the playing happened much before that. So I, for sure. when, when, especially when they have like enough independence to want to like actually play games with you like and have their own independence there, I, I, I feel you. So yeah, that's like, awesome. I'm looking forward to like 
the first months, obviously, right? But I'm much looking forward to like after the first year. Like, yep. That is when to me the most fun is going to start, right? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about today before we talk about how people can follow you and everything? Or you feel like we covered everything pretty well? I think I covered most of the things that I do, yeah, on a daily basis. Okay. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about you, they want to follow you, what's what's the best way to follow you? I mean, if anyone wanted to follow for whatever reason, right, you, you could find find me on Twitter, Wilbur mm-hmm. Powery. I think we're going to link, link it in the show notes. Yeah. I have a blog. I almost never write of it. Right, right on it. I just <laughs> but keep, it'll be linked in show notes. Yeah, anyway. it's gonna be linked in the show notes. Um, I'm on GitHub. You could follow follow me on GitHub. I don't do much mm-hmm. open source work, but I try, you know, to to help around in some of the repos that I use a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Twitter and GitHub awesome. is like the main places. Awesome. Well, Wilbur, yeah. I really appreciate you taking your time to talk to us about this. I think this one is one of the ones where it's a little bit less about like the, the deep depths of it and a little bit more about just what is practical day-to-day usage of these systems looks like. And I think you really gave us a great like high-level understanding of just what it looks like to use these things day-to-day. So thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you. I'm happy to, to be on, yeah. yeah. It's always fun. All right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you, everybody, so much. And we will see you all next time. Thanks, Wilbur. You got it. See ya. <laughs>